0: It's Wednesday, March 23rd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. As we progress through the pandemic and see some positive trends with fewer cases and hospitalizations, the concern is always what could be coming next. A new strain circulating in Europe and quickly spreading here may not lead to a new wave, but vaccine makers have asked for approval for a fourth round of booster shots. And the question is, where does that end? We could be in store for booster shots every year until we can develop a universal coronavirus vaccine. Robert Langrith, science and health reporter at Bloomberg News, joins us for the future of booster shots. Thanks for joining us, Robert. Great. Let's talk about the future of booster shots for COVID-19. The future of this is a little murky. (laughs) You know, we don't know exactly how it's all going to play out. One of the things going on throughout the entire pandemic is We've been learning about it as we go. We've been developing the treatments and the vaccines as we go. And, you know, obviously in the news and the media, we've been reporting on this every step of the way. So there's frustration with officials on how policy gets worked out just because we're going through it all in real time. And one of the things that we're looking forward to now is obviously the future of boosters. Like how long are we going to have to keep having to get a new booster? Or one thing that I know a lot of people are hoping out for would be a universal coronavirus shot. So, Robert, help us walk through some of this. What are we expecting with boosters? Because nobody wants to keep having to be told you need a new one, although a lot of people say they'd be up for something annually if that's the case, but let's talk about it.
1: Well, yeah, it's really, a, we do a story because it's really quite a confusing uh, situation uh, right now, and the FDA, it's confusing enough that the FDA is going to hold an advisory panel hearing on April 6th with his top medical advisors on vaccines to discuss kind of all these issues and particularly, you know, a general strategy going forward on, on COVID boosters, like when, when additional shots will be needed and for whom, and then also looking at when this is the other important and related question, is like when you change the composition of the shot to potentially match or, or uh, follow a new strains uh, that are emerging over time, because as everyone knows, uh, the, the virus has already diverged a fair amount from the original virus. Now we have Omicron, and there's every reason to expect it to continue to gradually diverge more. So at some point, you're probably going to uh, switch uh, strains. Uh, but all these questions are just super-duper complicated right now. There's sort of no, like, one right answer. It's almost kind of like a philosophical issue. But basically, you know, the, the, the efficacy of the vaccines is, is kind of kind of diverging on, on the two fronts. Uh, what's holding up quite well appears to be efficacy against severe disease in most people that aren't immunocompromised, even against Omicron, and there are some recent studies out on that recently. But against, you know, as everyone also knows, against mild and moderate disease, you know, especially against Omicron you know, the the vaccines, you know, aren't great at stopping that because that's just so infectious. Uh, So the question is, like, how much does it have to fade and against what before you need to get a new booster? So the companies, of course they're making a lot of money on this. They are both Moderna and Pfizer filed for fourth shot boosters with the FDA and are asking for permission for approval or more correctly, emergency use authorization for those. But they're also separately, they're studying Omicron specific boosters or maybe even a hybrid shot that combine Omicron with the existing vaccine. So it's just a very complicated fluid situation right now with no right answers.
0: And, you know, a lot of the people compare this stuff to the flu shot. So every year there's a new flu shot. What they do for the flu shot is interesting. You know, they they find out, try to find out which are the main strains circulating. Then they'll put a flu shot together based off of that. I think this last time that shot was only 16% effective, so not very high. But the, the system that we have set up to track the flu, we don't have anything like that set up for COVID, making that, again, to your point, exactly. much, very difficult.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's no kind of no kind of formalized kind of system among worldwide health authorities to kind of plan for like when do you change a vaccine? When do you need to update it with something with something new? For the flu, there's five or six world health organizations designated around the world that kind of collect samples from around the world, including one at the Centers for Disease Control, and then twice a year, uh, the WHO convenes like expert advisors from around the world that kind of make general recommendations for what should be uh, in next year's flu shot. Uh, and those are kind of generally followed. Uh, and those provide at least some like baseline guidelines kind of for what to do. But uh, we don't have that system yet for COVID. So kind of we describe it sort of right now as sort of a pharmaceutical company, you know, free for all. They're just like making decisions as best they can and moving ahead and then applying and asking asking for permission to, to uh, you know, market them. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah and, that, and, and for them on that, on that front, you know, it does make sense, right? They have to stay ahead of it. If we get hit with something crazy and they're not ready, I mean, well, we were kind of expecting them to be ready there. So I get that part of it. But, you know, uh, to your point, right, there is a lot of money behind it, a lot of incentive for them. They have their orders set throughout the rest of the year, some into next year. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows how big the demand will be after that. But a public willingness for these boosters. What does that look like? Because it seems like all the people that have gotten the vaccine have gotten them. You know, now the conversation is boosters. You know, who's to know if more people will come on board and get the vaccine for the first time, you know, in the next coming years or so?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, certainly there is, you know, a, a fair amount of American adults that say, you know, if it's a kind of annual thing, they'd be at least willing to consider it. I think the number in this survey that came out in February, is around, you know, two thirds, you know, because their memories are still fresh. A lot of people will try it. But I think it's also likely to be true that if, you know, push out too many boosters too, too often, you know, people are going to start to, you know, get skeptical. There's already a lot of you new know, vaccine skepticism in the U.S. And if you push out like, too many of them, there's a the potential, like, you know, more people could get skeptical of, you know, what's going on, why there's so many when these vaccines are supposed to be, you know, touted as, like, incredible at first based on these very short-term results. Uh, and then, you know, it's become clear as it, between the combination of passage of time and, and mutation of the virus itself, you know, uh, there has been some, you know, fading of the effect, especially for, uh, you know, mild, moderate uh, disease. So, yeah, and even in now in the U.S., Pfizer and Moderna have applied for emergency authorization for a fourth dose of the, kind of the existing vaccine, the existing composition. And so, depending on what the FDA does with that, they could potentially get authorized for that, and then just weeks or months later, get results from Omicron specific vaccine, and, and, and then file for, possibly file for authorization of those. So, it's just a very complicated situation. And it's like hard to know. It's hard to know what to do. Everyone says, like, even the the president of Moderna, what they told me was that, you know, it's uncertain on all sides. People don't know what the future will bring. And they're just trying to get ahead of the problem as best they can.
0: Well, we'll see uh, what happens in early April with the FDA. I think they're going to try to make some type of framework for what the booster system would look like. But uh, as you mentioned, they've already applied for that fourth booster from Pfizer and Moderna. Robert Langrith, science and health reporter at Bloomberg News. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise.